0: Welcome back to the Football Fitness Federation podcast. This is episode 166. This episode is a special episode because we talk all about the amazing efforts of everyone that's been involved with raising money for prostate cancer through Prostate United. So I'm joined on this episode by Rotherham United coaches Ross Burberry and Stephen Gilpin but also by Matt Walker of Cambridge United and Nathan Winder. Of Chef United. So four practitioners that have been involved in the fundraising. We spoke about the story behind the creation of Prostate United, where that came from, what it involves. So when people are getting involved with the challenge throughout November, what it actually involves because it, it's changed this year. There's a few different tiers involved. Um, we speak about why the lads got involved. What was the what was the attraction for them um, we spoke about um, the fundraising that, that prostate United has done this year and also acc- like accumulatively across the last few years as well um, and then also how people can get involved and support as well this is an amazing cause there's been some incredible efforts I've been following over on Twitter the efforts of everyone throughout November and I just want to say, To the lads, obviously, that have come on the podcast, and especially to Ross and Stephen for setting setting it all up. But to everybody that's been involved, some absolutely brilliant efforts. And like we talk about in the podcast, it's so good to see the football family come together, support each other, doing runs out there together, and then obviously fundraising. um, And there's absolutely quality work. And it'd be great to see how this develops over the next few years as well. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just before we get into it, as this episode drops, we have got our final networking event of the year tomorrow, as this goes out on the Wednesday, so we're going to be at Salford City. If you're listening to this after the event, um, the presentation from Damien Hughes is going to be available over on our online community, so you can go and check that out by going to footballfitfed.com, clicking the community tab, signing up there, and you'll be able to get access to that presentation as well as all the, all the most recent presentations from our networking events. And we are going to be confirming some of the 2022 events very, very soon as well. So um, by the time you listen to this, there might even be some available. So just go to footballfitfed.com, click the shop tab and um, any events coming up, there'll be tickets available there. But I just want to thank the lads for coming on and I hope you enjoy this episode, 166, with Ross Burberry, Stephen Gilpin, Matt Walker, and Nathan Winder. Welcome back to the Football Fitness Federation podcast. This is episode 166. Very special episode today. Very, very special episode. Because I'm joined by not one, not even two, not three, but four guests on the podcast. I've got with me Matt Walker, Stephen Gilpin, Ross Burberry, and Nathan Winder. Lads, thank you very much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate you giving up your time. We're going to talk tonight about Prostate United. I think um, just firstly, from my point of view, I've got to say absolutely incredible effort by everyone on the call, but also extending that out to everyone that's been involved. It's been making me tired watching all the all the runs wow. being posted and all the all the effort that you guys have gone to. So um, it'll be great to dive into it, into it on the podcast. So I just want to start us off getting a little bit of background into Prostate United. So Stephen, I'll start with you. Um, just talk us through where the sort of idea came from and, and then how it spiralled into what it is now.
1: Yeah, no problem. Firstly, thanks Ben for the intro and thanks for having us on. It's a great privilege for the three of us, well, four of us on here today to be talking about Prostate United. You know, to think of its humble beginnings back in 2018, to see where it's come to. Um, you know, It takes us back a little bit, really. So where it came from was <clears throat> essentially my granddad, um, like many others do, lost his battle to, to, uh, to prostate cancer uh, back in 2010. And to me, he was my inspiration. I think everyone has those sort of figures and, and characters in their life they like to kind of live up to and emulate. He was mine. Um, so it took me a few years to kind of figure out what I wanted to do always like a challenge, um, always like doing something physical, always like doing something, you know, difficult. It's kind of one of our mantras at work. It's one of the kind of the, the, kind of the mantras that I, I work by and, and take into my professional life. So in 2018, I just, I just thought of this idea of, of running every day and I thought, what is it going to look like? How are we going to sh- kind of shape it? And I came into work and I said, Ross, come on, I've got this idea. Let's, let's run 10K every day through November and let's just see if we can raise a few quid for, uh, for prostate cancer We'll run the London Marathon uh, the following year, uh, and, and let's see how it goes. And to honestly it was it was really that's as far as it went. Um, we ran, we did November, um, we loved it, and I think that was kind of what came out of it that we we loved the um, the challenge, we loved what it created within our training ground, we loved the culture, we loved the the buzz, we loved the the. The I guess the togetherness that it created, not amongst just the two of us, but also all the staff, all the players asking us how we were getting on. Um, And then that kind of said, right, let's do it next year. And then the following year, uh, we managed to recruit a few friends and colleagues of ours around the game, um, which was fantastic. We had the guys at Coventry, we had um, one of the West Ham ladies staff. um, And that was where we really started to go, okay, it's not just us doing it now. Um, So that was kind of the first two years And then our breakthrough year, I think we should probably call it, was last year. And that's where, you know, Nath, you know, getting the Chef United on board and and the amount of staff that he managed to recruit was just unbelievable. You know, it's thanks to Nath that really we're kind of sat here where we are because what they managed to do in terms of taking it to another level, the amount of staff he had, the fundraising that came with it, Matt as well at Cambridge. So then we recruited an awful lot more staff, an awful lot more clubs. That took the fundraising to another level. Um, we then came up with the term last year, Prostate United. Me and Ross wanted to take it as far away from me and him as we could and kind of create its own entity. Um, and yeah, and then this year, wow, when we started talking with the guys from Prostate Cancer UK back in the, the start of the year about how this was going to look, I don't think any of us realised, A, we were going to get you know anywhere near 350 people or 35 football clubs, um, and B to raise over 100000 but to get to £140,000 this year alone was, you know, something that we, we never really expected. So that's kind of a, a long-winded answer, sorry about that Ben, but that's kind of where it's come from and, and that's where it is now and and yeah, it's, it's thanks to other people that it's got to where it has, I have to say.
0: No, it's brilliant. It's great to see like the football family coming together, isn't it? And uh, anyone that's Spent any sort of time on Twitter throughout November would have definitely seen the activities and, and everyone posting the runs and stuff. And it's brilliant to see. There's been some incredible work. But Ross, it, it, the momentum, like surely it wasn't expected to, to gather this momentum so quick because it's been incredible,
2: hasn't it? Well, you just said there, didn't you, Ben, the, the football family. Um, and, and that's exactly what it's become this year. I think you know exactly what Gilps has just said there about Nate. It, I, I think that was a turning point for us last year. It really was the, the the kind of catalyst that that transported Prostate United into into the volumes that it has become this year, where we we split the challenge from the running and the cycling. So the ten k day and the twenty five k day cycling. Um, after having to do a couple of days cycling myself this year, I do not envy you boys at all. <laughs> that that. What bike? I nearly threw it through the window at the training ground I ate, I think. Um, so, you know, from from my perspective, real, real big uh, efforts from the boys on the bike. But And I think that was the turning point. So, Nath came up with the idea, can we do it on the bike? Luke Jenkins did it at Derbe, did it as well. Um, and then coming into this year, we thought, let, let's tear it. You know, everybody's got their own challenges. Everybody's got their own ways of challenging themselves. So, we'll tear it. We'll have 3, 5, 10K, or we'll have the 10, 15, 25K on the bike. And that, that just opened the floodgates. It really did. It opened the floodgates for everyone to go, do you know what? I want a piece of this. I, I want to be part of this Prostate United football family. And yeah, the the volumes of uh, people that came in this year was astounding. Um, every single time that Matt Allstock at Prostate Cancer got in touch with us, it was another 10 have signed up, another 20 have signed up, three more clubs have signed up. We're just like, I can't keep up with this. This is this is amazing. Um, so yeah, it, Extremely humbling, really, really humbling, and never in a million years would we have thought we'd have got to to the level that we are this year. Yeah, brilliant. And Nathan, what what was the reason for you getting involved?
0: Because obviously the lads have said that's been the point that sort of kicked things on, having Chef United and the, and the guys there involved. What was what was the attraction for you? And it can't have been the yeah. I mean, thing.
3: Um, it was just to support the guys, really. Uh, me personally, I've. Uh, I've not had anybody uh, directly associated with it, um, and there were a couple of people at, at uh, United that that had been involved with uh, with it. So it was it just seemed a, a logical thing to do to really to support fellow teammates within within the game um, on something that was a real passion for obviously Stephen and Ross and. And, um, and it, for a really good cause. And I think the pandemic, what we were all in, just brought us all a little bit closer together um, and fight for a really good cause that, you know, I think uh, anybody would say is is worth fighting for. And, and being such a male dominant sport, uh, as, in, as in men's football is, um, you know, it's just giving a little bit back to everybody within our team, I think.
0: Yeah, quality. And Matt, so how did that. you yeah, we got it all. <laughs> how did you find the month, Matt? Talk us through some of the some of the challenges of, of those yeah. runs.
4: I think the rose tinted glasses of last year wore off pretty quick by sort of December, January. And then uh, as it was approaching sort of September, October thinking, Oh yeah, this will be this will be fine. Absolutely fine. But yeah, I think it's just uh, getting laced up every morning and planning it around. Um, and I, the lads will have the same thing, especially with so many fixtures in November, Saturday, Tuesday. But uh, it was good. It was good. Lots of different people helped out. You know, came and I had, had a run or whatever it was. And then um, tried. I found it difficult sort of nine, ten days in because it's just so long to go, you know. So I looked at last year's times and see if I could give them a nudge. And then we were actually... Um, Fortunately, playing Rotherham run away, so the fellas all turned up at the hotel Saturday morning. Fair play, because that's no easy thing at like half seven in the morning on a Saturday. And uh, yeah, we had a we had a run around before they gave us a run around, so it was good. Um, <laughs> so it was good. But the thing you know we, we were chatting about it on the run, really. That um, you know, like the stuff you do with the networking events. There's so few and far between in a schedule where you're pretty much doing the same job in different levels or you know some people have got disneyland facilities some haven't but you're all basically doing the same level and we're all you don't get as connected as things like the lma for the managers there isn't really something where we see each other in a sort of quality way you sort of snatch two minutes dave caroline always says at millwall you know you sort of laugh and you go "How are you guys a family yeah good and then you're off you know because match they' so busy so i found that you know really uh, something i've taken out of it just getting to know people a little bit more um you know that's sort of And then you mentioned it on social media about the positive thing, but the negative side, you know, sort of the one-upmanship of you're doing this wrong, you're doing that wrong, you know, anyone posts on anything. So I found it really supportive in that sense, really, to try and make trusted connections, really, with other people. And who are doing the same thing every day. Um, I've really taken a lot out of that. That's been been superb for me, really, personally.
2: Just to jump in on that one as well, sorry, Ben. I I, I think that's the the best thing about last year and even more so this year is everybody concentrates on the the fundraising total don't they everyone goes oh we've got this we've got that we've managed to achieve so much more money which don't get me wrong that that is the main aim of, of the challenge to, to raise money for prostate cancer but the people that are then doing the challenge are, are benefiting more so because of the togetherness the bonds the, the the feeling of giving and the way that we all create that bond that togetherness like what Nay said from last year, you know, the pandemic separated everyone, but paradoxically, even though we we're doing all of our things in our own towns and cities and, and different days, it brought us closer together, even though we couldn't go anywhere near each other. So this year when we could, and we could meet up and, and do the run with Mark before we played them, and you look at what Luton and QPR have done prior to their game, and they do a few laps around the pitch. There's, there's that, you know, we go back to saying it again, don't we, that football family. So it, it's amazing that we can... Actually, spend some some meaningful time with each other, and talk about things that are meaningful to us, as opposed to the, yep, how are you doing? Family's alright. You got much time off this weekend of the international break. Yep, brilliant. Sound. I'll drop you a text, and it never happens. And that that's just how it works within professional sports. We're all too busy. But the one thing the challenge does do as well, is because it tells you you have to run every day, or it tells you you have to cycle every day. It allows us as people within football to then go, do you know what? I have got time and I can make time. And we always say that we're always too busy and we are, don't get me wrong, working 60, 70 hours a week at times and then trying to juggle that with some family life if you're lucky to have a family. But then to, to find time to run is difficult. To be told to run, you're going to do it. And it allows you to then shape your day a lot better and focus more on yourself as a, as a coach. Um, which we all need that little bit of time to ourselves. I, I, I use running as a bit of my sanctuary, if I'm honest. I, I need that half an hour just to take myself away, have my own thoughts, whether it's with a playlist or reflect on the day or just think about things. It allows me to go into some deep thought. But I, I think it's that that for me is the real positive from, from the challenge, bringing more people in, more people together and allowing people to understand you can make time for yourself, even when working in a busy industry. It
0: certainly does that. And I, I saw some of the times that you were running, Ross, not the times it takes you to run, because that always makes me feel a bit bad about myself when I see your 10K time and things like that. But mm-hmm. um, oh. the actual times of day that, that you were running, and you're right, like when, you, when you've got that as a something on your to-do list, you get it in, don't you? Because you're not going to miss a day when you've got this challenge set in front of you, whereas if it was just to do a run normally, it, it might be
2: something easily skipped over. Well, yeah, I mean, as, as Gilps will tell you and the, the new lads that we've got in our department this year in and Callum and Dom and, and Ryan is, that's how we have our morning meetings. We understand sometimes there's not time in the day to go home and put the kids to bed and go out and do your exercise in the local gym. So we have our morning meetings on a run and we'll, we'll set off at half past seven, whether the sun's up or sun's down, it makes no difference. And we'll, we'll come out the gate and there's, there's a drive that we have to go up that we nicknamed the Travelator for those that are familiar with gladiators back in the day. But we'll we'll run up it, and the first thing we do is we turn around and I look at each other and go, we're getting paid for this, by the way. You know, <laughs> it, it's a great analogy to start the day off with that we're actually exercising whilst working, and we're looking after ourselves at the same time. We haven't got to worry about paying a gym membership for the evening when we get home. We haven't got to worry about getting the kids to bed early so we can go and get half an hour at the at the local gym. It, it's able to work within your life and do it in such a productive way that it benefits yourself, others and, and the way that you work. So how, how we work really matters. Um, but yeah, that's, that's how we do it at Rotherham. You know, we always have, Cal always tells us, you know, win the morning, win the day. And we always turn around each other and go, yeah, you're right. And it's, you know, it's very cliche, but at the same time you get back and you, you never wish you hadn't have gone for a run. You always get back and you're thankful for doing it. Um, the hardest part is putting your shorts on, of course, but you get back and you never wish you hadn't. So, uh, but no, we're, that, I think that's how we do it.
1: Ross, I think in the future, we're going to have to put on the job adverts that that's what we do as a meeting <laughs> because I think people come in, I think people coming into our training ground and all of a sudden are saying, right, we're on a meeting. And they think, what have I signed up to here? So, yeah, yeah. Although saying that, our recruitment might be a little bit more difficult moving forward. So let's keep that one quiet, shall we?
2: Yeah, well, I, I think Dom, Dom came to us and did a pre-season in Budapest and lost six kilos. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's a big lad bodybuilder. So he, he's, you yeah. know... He, he lost quite a bit of muscle. And Cal, he's um, X 100-meter sprinter, and he's lost six kilos. So, you know, it's it's amazing what we're managing to do, but it, it gives people more of a, a purpose for coming to work, let's say, and there's there's a benefit to them, a health benefit to them. Um, we're kind of coming away from the Prostate United of what it's about now, but it, it shows what it is to, to kind of live it within, within our club especially um, and how easily integrated the challenge can be within our way of working if we make some slight changes to how we programme our day.
1: I think, though, this is what Prostate United is, though, because whilst it's a challenge for charity, this is the byproducts of what you get as a kickback. And what we get as a kickback is what we're talking about here in terms of what it creates within our training ground and also within our colleagues around the game. Because I think we're so quick to say, you know, we're all directly competing against each other. But what we need to remember is ultimately we're colleagues of the game. And uh, in football, we're, we're very quick to forget that. Um, whereas there's so much knowledge through podcasts like this, we, we should be sharing more openly, we should be talking more openly amongst everybody. And, and that's the kickback that I think Prostate United gives us all.
0: Just a very quick community update. If you weren't able to make it to our Nottingham Forest event, the three presentations from that event are now available over on our online community. So, um, lead strength and conditioning coach at Notts Forest. Brent Dickinson presented on what goes into creating the Nottingham Forest Long-Term Athlete Development Programme. We had Mark Devonshire, who's the performance physio at Forest. He presented on End Stage Rehab and Return to Play. So those presentations linked in quite nicely because the lads work closely together. Then we had Simon Brundish from Derby County Ladies Academy the s coach, he presented on the unicorn of girls football and showed some of the great work that he's doing with the girls over at Derby as well. So you can watch all three of those presentations now over on our online community. So if you're a member, log in and go to the Network Meeting Presentations tab. They're all available there. If you're not already a member, the good news is you can get a free month by going to footballfitfed.com. Click in the community tab, signing up there. That gives you one month free. After the free month, it's only £4.99 per month going forward, and you'll get continued access to all the current content that's available on there, but also all future meetings um, and presentations from those meetings as well. So go and check it out. Footballfitfed.com, click the community tab, either sign in if you're a member or sign up and get your free month there. Here's part two of the podcast with Ross, Stephen, Matt, and Nathan. Yeah, 100%. I was going to say, like, I think, obviously, we're talking about the runs, but people wouldn't do it if they didn't feel that benefit from that side as well. Like, if it was a challenge where it wasn't it wasn't a challenge, basically, and it was easy to do, like, people probably aren't going to put as much into it and commit to it as much, are they? The fact that it is that strenuous effort of getting up every single day and doing it or whatever time it whatever time they're doing it I think there has to be an element of that with it which is why in my opinion I think it's grown the way it has um the other factor is I've seen loads of players supporting other coaching staff supporting what is going on so Nathan how, how have you found that at the club like have, have players been been uh getting involved have, have they been a bit, bit piss taking or what Oh, I think you're on mute.
3: It keeps chipping in and out. I do apologise. Yeah, no, I mean, the the players have been very supportive. We had quite a few uh, staff members this year that were were thinking about not doing it. And... um, as he got closer to actually getting on board and, and starting the, the challenge, they, they started getting itchy feet and they started coming to me and going, is it still all right if I sign up? And I'm like, yeah, yeah no problem, no problem. And so it got a little bit like uh, fear of missing out. And and we ended up with, with, with 20, um, but the players were very supportive. I mean, the first year we did it, we had two or three players join us on a couple of the rides and, um, and then this year, there's a couple that's joined in and, and done done a couple of the rides as well. Uh, they've tried to get near our times, especially uh, when the, they've had that little extra cushion of of training days. They've uh, well, what's your time? You know, what did you get? And I got this time. Go on, have a go. See where you can get at. So then they they get nowhere near the time, but then they go. Well, I me, mean, what's per kilo was was near. So like mm-hmm. I nearly got you, and like well no, but you didn't quite get me. So you're supposed to be the superior athlete here. <laughs> so uh, it, yeah, it was really good. It, it did give us a little bit of uh, a bit more relationship building from from some certain points of view. But I can't I can't knock them. You know, I put it in the group. You know, can you can you help us? You know, there's twenty of us been busting his guts. Uh, the night or day uh, in and around work and uh, nothing but support and always asking how, how the legs feeling if they feel all right so yeah I mean it just shows that even between the staff the, the, there's a there's a unity there but between the players as well and the players and the staff it, it shows that they do care there are they are the human beings that you know some people don't see them as uh, they just see them as commodities and and um, the good people, I can't not.
0: Ross, I know you mentioned before briefly about uh, the distances and the options and things like that. But do you want to just give a little breakdown of um, if people haven't heard and they don't sort of know what the challenge is? Do you want to just break it down?
2: Yeah. So the the challenge started off in twenty eighteen where it was ten k <laughs> a day. That that was it. With me and Gilbs. <clears throat> then twenty nineteen, exactly the same again. Um, then the next year, uh, 2020 was 10 K a day running or 25 K a day cycling. And then the tier options for this year was, um, 10 K a day running, 25 K a day cycling or tier two was five K a day running or 15 K a day cycling. And then tier three was three K a day, uh, running or 10 K a day cycling, um, my missus, she joined in. She did the, the 3K or the, or the 10 on the bike. Uh, my kids joined us for a few, supported my missus for a few. i um, have had a couple of local lads from, from round here get involved as well because they knew what we were doing. A couple of lads were working the gym and over at the school uh, and the fire station. So brilliant. They they all jumped on board and did it as well. And it was just a great way for them to, to get involved in something where they've been directly affected themselves, which was the case for most. Um And it it was just, it was lovely to see that it wasn't just exclusive to football. So it is Prostate United, but we're not, we're not precious about it staying within football. We're not precious about staying within sport. I think we're very fortunate that it gives us a platform. It definitely gives us a platform where we can then have support from the players come in and they can share it on their social media and whatever else. But like I said before, the, the, the plan was to unite people, you know, football family, people, family, just get everyone involved, look after yourself, become healthier, become happier. Um, and it's lovely that on a Sunday morning where it could be quite easy sometimes for us to go, do you know what, kids? Yeah, stopping your jammers. have a drama day this morning or something like that. No, you're out on the roads with us. You, you're running 3K with us or you're helping your mum get through a run or whatever. So there, there's a, a great, fantastic way for... Or probably me to improve my parenting skills let's be fair but <laughs> from the other side of it it's just teaching teaching people whether they're in or out of sport or whatever age of, of how to look after yourself you know and how to support people and do things for other people and support a charity and there's so many great take-homes from it there really is really is
0: Matt from your think, point of view do you think
2: I think the other thing as well they
4: mentioned it there I think I think the players need to see you committing something. I'm quite big on that, that, you know, I'm into my 40s now and they, they, you need to have some credibility with the lads about anything you're t- talking and telling them. But you, I, I say that to our staff all the time and, you know, younger staff, that they need to be able to see you. You need to sort of try and do something that's... You know, obviously, you're never going to get to the level of professional sports performance that they are, but you need to commit to something. So when you're having a conversation with them about committing to it whether it's a diet or an exercise program you know whatever it may be a stretch program that you've got some understanding of actually that's quite difficult you know the sort of classic lines of it "It takes zero talent to do x y and z but it does take a lot of talent in terms of mindset or whatever that may be behaviors to commit to something day in day out that we're asking them to commit to day in day out for, for their whole lives you know for most of their 20s and into their 30s you know so I think you do need that buy in a little bit that they, they look. Players are never um, quick to give you loads of plaudits for anything, are they? You know, you get the classic, you know, is that all? Is that the time we did? I'd beat that, <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. which is fine. But it, it does give them a little bit of, you know, okay, that, you know, they, they give you that little bit, you know, that little bit of extra respect, I think, um, because of that. And then it starts a proper conversation of, oh, I couldn't run that far. And, you know, and then you talk about, it's just, a, it's just a way into another conversation, another way of having a link with them, um, which is obviously so important in our, you know, you see each other 270, 280 days a year. It's so important to have different conversations, especially lads that have been there a long time, you know.
0: Matt, I was going to ask you as well. Do you think from your point of view, when Ross was talking about like having the tier system and obviously seeing the popularity of it this year, Do you think that's a a big reason for it? Because it's like Ross said, uh, the kids are getting involved. There's other people now able to get involved because the 10K obviously is a big challenge for people, isn't it? Whereas three and five is a bit, a little bit more manageable. Yeah. I think
4: that inclusion was a great idea and um, sort of planted the seed in quite a lot of staff already for next year, you know, and a few tried to go sort of back to back 10K days or, you know, did something every day just for to see what it's like. Our goalkeeping coach, Martin, he smashes away on the water bike every day. So I've tried to get into his head about taking on one of those challenges next year, which would be good, you know. And then it becomes, you know, I think a, a lot of clubs, maybe like your training grounds, not where the rest of the sort of back office staff are. So you you see them at the odd staff meeting and say hello on a match day, on a home match day maybe. So I think within your club as well, trying to um, build a little bit of relationship with each other and a bit more support for each other in a different way is... Uh, it's good, and unlike the lads have said already, some of the clubs that have, you know, the, the numbers at Luton, and, and, you know, they had a special reason, obviously, with Mick Harford, but I think the numbers have been staggering with him with some clubs. It's been fantastic. And even, like, Jake with Game Changer, you know, they, they had a lot of their staff doing it. It's been great. It's been there. Uh, it's definitely something that I think will gain even more, gain even more every year, I think. There'll be, there'll be more interested people within clubs, I think.
0: Yeah, it'd be great to see that growth over the next few, few years. And Stephen, I know you mentioned um, the fundraising and some of the, I don't know if you've got like an official total or whether it's still going at the moment or what. Or, and the other thing I was going to ask is, um, is the specifics on where that money goes? Is it, is it going to the charity as a whole or is the specifics that they're, that they're doing with the money?
1: So I think what's important to, to note is that every penny raised does go directly to Prostate Cancer UK. Um, and what we have set up over particularly this year is an amazing working relationship with the guys there. So what we're fortunate enough to be able to have an insight is to see where that money goes to. And, and they're very, very open at telling us of, of kind of the, the research innovation, the R&D that they're working towards in terms of trying to find, um, you know, I guess avenues into, into treatment um, modalities or uh, treatment programs to help bring down the statistics that, you know, surround prostate cancer they've invited uh, myself and Ross down in the new year to to have a look around one of the research uh, research labs which is going to be you know fascinating so we're going to have a direct um, I guess insight to where the money is going so uh, what what I did say before is that whilst this year we've raised you know an amazing figure of 140,000 tiny bit shy of um, in the last four years Prostate United has got to with gift day we're around about the quarter of a million pound mark so you know it's it, it's a it's a it's an amount to be really proud of uh and it's an amount that i know is going to make a significant difference to a lot of people's lives so um yeah so what i would say is every penny goes towards uh, the charity and the where the money is going to is in some really good research and development um uh, alongside it
0: yeah incredible and what about if people um, want to get involved? Like, is the is it open in terms of a sign up process from now, or will it be next year, or is it a case of just keeping an eye on when things are released?
1: So I think we need to give everyone a bit of respite because I think over the over the last month it's been a bit uh, over the top, and I I, I apologise, but I don't apologise at the same time because I think sometimes when we're all sending these messages out there's a little bit of a oh gosh I feel like I'm irritating a few here however it's all for a good cause so what we will promise is that we'll, there will be a bit of radio silence for the next few months to give everyone a bit of respite however <laughs> next year as we know we'll be around before we know it um, and so what generally happens is that we'll do a load of work in the background trying to get a few kind of more partnerships sponsorship deals um, relationships set up alongside the challenge in the, in the winter And then with the guys at Prostate Cancer UK, we'll roll out another campaign probably towards the back end of the summer. So realistically, when everyone's coming back in for pre-season, you'll probably start to hear the first few flutters of how 2022 is going to look. Um, But essentially, it's not going anywhere. So I think for everyone out there in departments, in clubs, it should be kind of on your periphery now that, you know, staff would love to see, you know, as many clubs taking part, more clubs taking part next year. So it's always going to be in your periphery. But I'd say in terms of, the eager, the eager beavers out there looking to get signed up, um, it'll be probably around, um, you know, the start of the new season, somewhere around kind of, uh, yeah, July, August, September,
0: uh, something like that. Brilliant. So what you're trying to say is uh, you and Ross are not going to take up the role of like, influencers on a full time basis. Is that, is that right?
3: I think, you
0: I think, you've seen I, my videos man.
2: Yeah. no 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 that, i mean that was the hardest part for us we, we managed to um ufos were fantastic and and the turmeric company were brilliant in terms of supporting us and giving away freebies and goodies and everything else um and i said like how how do you want us to to do this um, and they said well a tweet's okay an image is better. A video is is the best thing. It's the thing that gets most noticed. I'm like, oh, I'm not too sure about that. That's that's not my cup of tea. Doing these kind of selfie videos and stuff. But yeah, um, the prostate cancer have coined us uh, the new <laughs> Anton they, guild? So um, I don't think they've got to worry about losing any awards anytime soon. But yeah, that that was the hard thing for us. We're, we're definitely not influencers. Um, no, n- no, nowhere near. But I think we. It's a big lesson for me in terms of how to then create awareness and and how to get people um, having more exposure to something through through learning a new skill. You know, I, I'm not saying I've learned it, but you know, t- to put my face on a video and send it out on social media is quite a daunting thing. Um, I, I found it very, very uncomfortable, but that was another thing that I had to learn throughout the course of the month. And if it means putting more money in uh, into prostate cancer's pocket and creating more awareness, then, then you're going to do it, aren't you? In the same way that you you put your shorts on in the morning, you go out for a run. And if your mate don't feel like it, you give him a push in the back and say, "Come on, here we go. We've, we've got to get it done." So, yeah, there's there's a lot of um, a lot of takeaways from the month. Uh, a lot of lot of skills that we've learned. Um, and like what you just said there, Matt, about the, the the biggest skill is is probably the the mindset skill, isn't it? You know, everyone can talk about the physical skill or the the elite sportsman's athletic skill, and, and, and but but the mindset is the biggest one for, for players sometimes. Then coming to us and going, you, You're running every day, you're not getting a day off for 30 days, you're running every day, you're running 70k a week. Like, yeah. And by the way, your stats are 25 to 35, so we're doing more than double what you boys are doing. Uh, and then standards start to change, and cultures start to change, and people then become more aligned. And yeah, it's uh. I've waffled. I've gone off track. I don't know what your question was, Ben. I've just <laughs> waffled, mate. <laughs> it <knows. We've>, uh... <laughs> I've had a cup of tea. I've got a bit
0: giddy answer. <laughs> no, I, I know we joke about it, but that's where the respect comes from me. It's not only the fact that you've got through it and done the runs, obviously got people involved, but I think there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes that people probably, it probably goes unnoticed with a lot of people, because I, I, I know for these sorts of things, it isn't just a case of sending a few tweets out and all the rest of it. Um, so I fully respect there's a hell of a lot of work going on behind the scenes and the the sort of amounts of money that you're talking about raising, the amounts of people that are getting involved, that is a result of a lot of hard work. So I, I, from just my point of view, massive respect and um, amazing work, lads, from all of you, from everyone that's got involved with it as well. And um, just finally to, to wrap us up, unless anyone's got anything else they want to add on it, where would we direct people to is it is it twitter is that the main place for people to go and just and keep an eye on what's going on
1: yeah i'd say i'd I'd say twitter is probably the best so we've got a twitter page which is prostate united um that's where most of the the media content is shared that's where the just giving link is we do most of our kind of i suppose social media through twitter because mainly because me and ross are rubbish at instagram um and we're rubbish at everything else. So, we, Twitter's our main platform, um, and I'd say yes. Yeah, so if people want to go check it out, have a look at the um, have a look at the uh, the Twitter handle there.
0: Brilliant. Well, lads, I really appreciate you doing this and amazing work. Like I've just said, um, thank you for coming on. And well, it's ama- it'll be great to see how
2: this grows over the next few years as well.
0: Fingers that's crossed. That's fingers
2: so crossed. Yeah. Cheers. Four, four years, quarter of a million. Do your maths, It'd be a million pound in, in a few years' time.
0: <laughs> Let's see where we can
2: get. Brilliant.
0: Lads, thanks a lot.
2: Cheers, man. Yeah.
0: I just want to say a huge thank you to the lads for coming on the podcast, but more importantly, amazing efforts again. Um, and yeah, everyone that's been involved with Prostate United and the money that they've raised, incredible work. Keep up the top work going forward into next year as well. You can go and give the lads a follow over on Twitter at Ross Burberry, at Stephen Gilpin, underscore, at Winder, underscore, N, uh, for Nathan, and then at Matt P. Walker, and then the number one for Matt. But also, go and check out Prostate. uh, You can go and follow the work by Prostate Cancer UK by following at Prostate UK. And then Prostate United also have their own Twitter um, so go and check out at Prostate United as well so it'd be great to see the practitioners getting involved in it next year just follow the pages keep an eye on, on when things are um, sort of announced and how to get involved and it'd be great to see as many coaches involved in Prostate United next year as well and like Ross mentioned in the episode spread it far and wide because it doesn't need to just be people involved in football getting, uh, getting involved, supporting, fundraising Um, like Ross said with his kids and and his wife, like there's, there's more people that can get involved in this so please share this episode, I think it's really important to get the word out on everything that goes into Prostate United but also more importantly when things are ready for next year, please give it a share, get involved where you can whether it is getting involved in the runs or the bikes or whether it is just supporting through fundraising please get involved and yeah again, amazing effort by everyone and I will speak to you again next week in episode 167.